0: Coming up, how do you get 113,000 TikTok followers in six months? Can it really be used for business? And will it replace going to university and be a lot cheaper at it? Find out as we talk to the very talented Jasvina Sohota.
1: This is Marketed Not Live, the show that dives deeper into the ideas, philosophies and strategies of the best marketing minds. Here's your host, Biz Paul.
0: Welcome back to Marketed Not Live, the official podcast of the Marketed family of events that includes our live event in September 2021 and Marketed Light, our online marketing education platform. I'm your host, Biz Paul, and together we're going to navigate the ever-changing world of marketing by talking to some fantastic people, some that you may know, some that you may not have heard of before, but my God, they are going to set fire to what you think. And today is one of those. One of the challenges with creating a podcast is distribution. You want the world to listen, but who actually is? Now, in the case of this show, it's maybe just you, but it's easy to assume that people just listen through Apple, Google, Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, when actually there are many other options. And in the spirit of our inclusivity and diversity, you need to know that around the world, there are many different ways in which you can listen to this show. Basically, we need to get out of the Western bubble and we need to think about going global. Well, with Captivate, you can quickly push your podcast out to a multitude of different channels and increase your audience worldwide. So go and become a global sensation by visiting Captivate.fm and find out more there. So today we're talking to the wonderful Jasvina Sohota, who is, I guess... I mean, I kind of want to say a TikTok influencer, but I feel like I'm sounding like a granddad talking in those terms about about what it is. And I'll be honest, TikTok is not something that I am the most knowledgeable about. I would say I am a lurker. I use the platform. I use it for entertainment. Uh, I don't have many clients where we're developing a TikTok strategy. Uh, I think my fantastic team would be much better at doing something than, than I would. But look, I will accept that it is a platform that is huge. And I think it is something that businesses need to at least look at because their audiences might be there. So is it right for you? I don't know. Is it something that you need to know more about? I think probably so, because otherwise it's tempting to just fall into that big trap of, assuming um, that what people say about it is is true and you don't actually know. Now today with Jazz, uh, what you'll see in this, or what you'll hear rather, in this interview that we're about to go into is a very honest and humble view of what TikTok is. It's not full of this overinflated sense of self or anything like that. I, I really love it. I think that that it's brilliant. I'm so pleased that that our paths have, have crossed because I think she's got so much potential and the way that she articulates her journey in TikTok is is honest and it's real and um, you might be someone who does a lot of strategy work with marketing, you might de- deal with things that would be considered quite highbrow compared to, to TikTok but we have to cover all bases, do we not? So I think this is a really interesting conversation and and I hope that you take something from this, even if it's just a sense of curiosity in what you could potentially do with a platform that maybe you don't know as much about. So I'll leave it at that and we'll go straight into my conversation with just Venus Jasvina Sahota is a social media manager and TikTok creator who specializes in helping businesses and other content creators understand the power of TikTok. She believes that TikTok has no limitations in its ability to grow a reputation and a brand, and people should stop overlooking what the platform can do for them. It is a pleasure to welcome Jazz to the podcast. Hi, Jazz.
1: Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me.
0: You're very welcome. I'm really excited about today because it's on a topic that I think people are curious about and yet still are nervous about perhaps in terms of how they can apply TikTok to their business or to their marketing strategy or frankly to their life. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about how you got into TikTok first because you are doing quite well, but Oh, how many have you got? You've got 113,000 followers on TikTok. How did you get into it? And how the hell did you get that number of followers? <laughs>
1: um, well, funnily enough, like a lot of people, it was during lockdown of 2020. Um, and I started an account. I started it July the 4th. Um, and the only reason I started it is that as everyone was doing, they were scrolling on TikTok. Um And I noticed that there were quite a few like small businesses that uh, were growing their platforms. And I started to notice that there were a few few accounts that were more sort of educational type of content. And I've always been someone um, that is quite passionate about small businesses and feels like everyone should have access to marketing. So it was at that point where I thought, well, what if I started an account that basically gave small business um tips on social media marketing tiktok content how to make really great instagram content um and that was it really and i started my account i posted my first video and i remember waking up the next day and i had like 350 followers and i and obviously i was like oh my god well you know what (laughs) well what has happened there um and that's how it started. And basically, I just start, I I noticed that there was a, a really strong audience of people that were interested in my content, wanted to learn about social media marketing. Um, <clears throat> a lot of small businesses wanted to learn about social media marketing and how they can implement some of um, my tips into their own business. Um, and now it's snowballed into what is nearly a uh, thirteen thousand followers. Was it? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah incredible yeah so that's that's basically the story in short form <laughs>
0: and you've done all this since July since last year
1: yep yeah since since wow. July um yeah which wow. um for some people I mean there's some people that you hear of and they've you know they've gained a million followers in like a few months so I think the growth on the platform um is so varied it isn't like platforms like Instagram, where there is a constant pressure to post really great content to try and hit that ten k mark, purely because you can have a swipe up link on your story. Um, that's not the case with TikTok. It's it's just a complete different ball game.
0: Hmm. Okay. So I've got loads of questions based on what you've just said. Okay.
1: Actually,
0: I've got to write them down, otherwise I'll forget. <laughs> but so you mentioned that there's an audience there that needed the content that you're producing. So what sort of content are you actually producing on TikTok? Obviously yeah. it's TikToks because that's the basic premise. Yeah. But what sort of topics are you creating TikToks about?
1: So the, the type of content um, that I create that works really well um, uh, your basic, um, your basic simple marketing or social media marketing tips. So things that I would necessarily think, you know, is is just common sense. But for a small business who hasn't got any marketing experience, um, they're they're the type of ones that work really well. So for example, one of my most popular videos is a simple video that where I've used a trending song, done the trending dance, and all I'm telling businesses is how to organize their highlights on instagram so i'm just saying look you know if you're a business you need to have faqs you need to have de- de- delivery and shipping you need to have a review section and something like that which is so simple which to, for me is like second hand um as a small business that wouldn't be a first thought for them um so it, it really mm. goes from basic tips like that <clears throat> through talking about um, social media advertising and Facebook ads so it, it's it's really varied the type of um, content that I post.
0: So where do you get your ideas from? So you've got quite a lot of content on your page yeah. are you thinking do, do you plan do you, are you do you say I'm gonna have a new post every day do you say three times a week do you plan out what you're talking do you plan out what you're talking about? have talked about before what how do you decide what to say
1: um initially during lockdown when i wasn't as busy <clears throat> i was posting like three videos a day because it's something where people say you know if you're an, if you're an account that really wants to grow then you need to be really consistent and you, and you need to be posted three times a day and um, at that point i did just start making like a very rough plan in the notes section on my phone just thinking right these are the kind of topics that i can talk about Um, And as my account evolved and the busier I've got, um, I haven't been able to plan as much. I have got a Google Sheet, which I have, um, where I have obviously my Instagram content that I plan and my TikTok content. Um, But the thing with TikTok is because it works with trends, and, you know, something might be trending one day and might not be trending another. There's some pieces of content which I haven't planned. They're not in a schedule. And I just think, right, if I if I want to amplify my content and get my message across, I need to jump on this today. Because right. by tomorrow, there'll be something else that's trending. So I try and plan as much as I can. Um, but you'll get a lot of inspiration just from scrolling on there.
0: So does that mean then? So, okay, then. Let's think. Let's think versus versus sort of traditional marketing planning. So in a traditional marketing plan, I would have my content, my campaign all planned out, what content I'm gonna do, what the purpose is, what the call to action is, da-da-da, all that kind of stuff, right?
1: Yeah.
0: It sounds, if I've interpreted it correctly, what you're saying is that you might have your topics, the thing that you are going to talk about, but the structure of the content would have to be Flexible enough to then react to what is going on if you want it to reach as many people as possible.
1: Yeah, that's correct. So when I'm when I'm working with brands, when I talk to them, I say right, this is a plan. We'll post this amount of videos every single week. But in addition to that, if there are trending songs or general trends that I feel like we can jump on, and they will then they will be in addition to like the four scheduled posts.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of the frequency then, three times a day, <laughs> <I> feel <laughs> feels me with complete <laughs> fear, to be honest, mainly because I don't feel like I've got the time, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But that's fine. That's not an issue that TikTok can help me with. How long do you spend creating a particular post? Because what I'm thinking of is if – so one of the we'll talk about reels in a bit, but one of the bits of beef I've got with reels is that I find it very cumbersome and clunky and I don't really know what I'm doing and it's tricky to sort out. It just takes ages for me to to do it. Yeah. Whereas I kind of feel like TikTok is easier. So would you think would you say don't overthink it and just create a piece of content? With, in whatever you're wearing, you don't have to do transitions or costume changes or anything. Um or do you think you've got to put that effort in? The
1: thing is with this platform is there's only so when I when I run workshops or I speak to people about it, there's a certain element that I can talk that I can tell people from my experience. But when it boils down to it, it's still a very new platform. A lot of people still don't really know how exactly how it works and what makes it tick. But um so, you know, there there might be people that say you have to post three to five times a day and I'll be there saying that actually you don't have to post three times, three to five times a day. And then in terms of like effort, there's some videos, there's one video that I did a few weeks ago and I, I was in my dressing gown and it was just a very simple like video where I just, you know, showed showed myself to start with for a few seconds and, and just told people what the video is going to be about. And then there was like a few clips of showing stuff on my laptop screen. And that ended up getting over 250,000 views. Wow. So it isn't necessarily like you don't have to do all these fancy transitions um, and, you know, look the part. You know, I'm just, it was half nine and I had my cup of coffee in my dressing gown. <laughs> um, so I think it's, it's as, as long as the content that you've got is valuable and you feel like it's talking to a particular person um you're fulfilling everything that TikTok wants you to do it might not necessarily necessarily go viral and it might not get the amplification of views or loads of followers but um that's what i think people need to stop chasing is the vanity metrics and and you know getting loads of views because that's where when it can be quite become quite unhealthy sure
0: Although, I have to say, I'm kind of on the fence. So firstly, let me just say, one of the most wonderful things that you've said there is about this idea that it's a new platform, you you don't know necessarily how it works, and no one really does. That is proper, real talk there, because... I am really fed up with people just going, (laughs) this is how Facebook works. This is how the Instagram algorithm works. This is like, do you work for Facebook? No, you don't. So (laughs) zip it. You know, people people don't know. So I think that's really fair, what you've said, because what you're saying is you're learning as you go. You're learning what works for you and adapting and being versatile. And that agility is something that I think is really healthy in marketing. To be able to do that yeah. is great. Yeah. So, uh, But I'm on the fence with things like, I guess, what we would call vanity metrics in terms of numbers of followers and things like that. I get it. But I do think reach is important. Yeah. And getting eyeballs on a piece of content is important. And I think that is worth chasing if you yeah. can find a way of doing it. Because from a business point of view, I want as many people to see my brand as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If I can create something that's of the moment, even though I would feel a bit awkward doing the latest dance, although I can do the blinding lights challenge, let me <laughs> just tell you. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I, I can see the logic in being able to adapt it. Can Can I ask you about age? And in in my opinion, age doesn't matter, but. There is an argument or a theory that if you're a business and yeah. how am I going to phrase this if you're a business and the target audience or the average demographic is quite young that you the theory is that you should use your younger members of the team to be involved in creating it do do you see any logic in that
1: um I see potential logic in it in terms of the fact that it, it might be easier to, to to get a younger person to create the content or manage the TikTok content because they might understand it more. Um so yeah I do. But then I, I I like there's businesses and there's people that I see that are like a lot older. I'm not gonna say the age because I don't know what older is classed as. <laughs> Um but they have they they have like very successful mm. TikTok accounts. Um So yeah, I I, I think it helps because younger people tend to understand the platform um, a lot better um, and will pick things up a lot easier, potentially.
0: Okay, so I'm quite interested to know about this idea that learning with TikTok, that that TikTok can be an educational platform. I think I first came across you through a room in Clubhouse, if I'm not mistaken, Yeah. Which, if I said that a couple of years ago, that would sound really seedy. (laughs) But today, obviously, it's very standard. That's fine. It's how you meet people. Fantastic. Uh, And I think you were talking about Learn with TikTok. What is it and what potential do you see in it?
1: Okay. So um, the Learn on TikTok campaign um, basically started... Like toward like summer last year, and it's basically a big PR piece which uh, people might have seen on uh, in social media advertising, or they might have seen it on TV advertisements of Christmas, where TikTok are basically showcasing that they are a platform where you can learn really good educational valuable content. <laughs> So they're trying to shift people's perception that TikTok is a place for just dances or miming, um, that it, it that it can be a really good, valuable tool and platform. So that's basically what it is in a nutshell and how I've been part of the Learn on TikTok campaign. So the content I have created is obviously educational. Um, they call it edutainment type of content, where it's educational but mm-hmm. it's entertainment at the same time entertaining and um uh, i had them they contacted me and basically said that we've seen your account um and we've, and we've seen the content that you make do you want to be a part of the the official learn on tiktok campaign so obviously i'm like hell yeah sort me <laughs> of, of course yeah. <laughs> influencer yeah hello um and they basically um so there were some terms of being part of that campaign I had to produce a certain amount of videos during um a six-week period for those videos i couldn't talk about any other um anything else apart from my personal tips so i couldn't mention instagram i couldn't mention facebook i couldn't mention any marketing tools it was literally me just giving advice and tips or talking about tiktok um um i had to use the hashtag um learn on tiktok um and that's basically what it was it was an opportunity to work with them directly um and create content that obviously is part of their whole campaign to try and shift people's perceptions um of tiktok yeah so it was really it was i'm not gonna lie initially i found it quite difficult because even though i've grown my following and i've posted a lot of videos it's very it, it was very rare that I would physically talk to the camera right. or in videos. And then obviously TikTok came That they said, you know, do you want to be part of it? And they said, you can't use any trending songs. I couldn't use any trending songs. It was, Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they gave me this playlist and it was like a, it's like the playlist that um, Instagram business accounts get, you know, like, like the free music yeah yeah. oh my god it was terrible i was like how am i gonna get around this um i couldn't do like any miming videos or dancing um so all of like the typical ways that i normally create my you know entertainment type of content was stripped from me and it just had to be me and the camera talking so um i found it difficult to start or to try and shift the way that i made videos um but it worked in my favor So, yeah, it was definitely a great thing to be a part of. And um, they're still trying. They're still continuing with the campaign.
0: Wow. And so do you think then that uh, people will start to see a shift in terms of what people use TikTok for? I mean, I'll be honest, what I use TikTok for is (laughs) I use it to entertain my kids (laughs) or sit there. And we'll scroll through some comedy or some magic or stuff with a little bit of the swears in it because <laughs> uh, because they think that's cool. Uh, they're, well, they're not really young, by the way. They're like 12. It's not like they're a three-year-old. But uh, I'm that parent that works in social media and doesn't let them have social <laughs> media because I know yep. how it works. <laughs> so uh, it's it's fun. TikTok's fun. So do you think there is this shift on the way for people to use it more as a place where people can learn? And what sort of things can people learn? Is there um, any limit, do you
1: think? So the first part of, uh, so I'll answer the first question first. So yes, I do think there is a shift. Um, Now in some countries, they were, they were doing a bite test of the app where typically on the interface when you open it up on the home screen you have the for you section and you have the for They have you have the following apologies and the for you section so following yeah. is videos from people that you follow and then for you is videos that the algorithm serves you and thinks that you're going to enjoy yeah. and in some countries they started to test there was like a little light bulb in the top left hand corner and that was the learn part of
0: um, yeah. TikTok, mm-hmm. yeah. so
1: they started that. Um, I think they, I think they did it in Canada. Some people in the UK had that, um, and in some other countries. So they were trying to, they're trying to work out a best way to shift the learning content so that you know, if someone specifically wants to go on the app to try and learn new things, that's where they mm. will go. Um, right. I don't know where they're at with that. If they're going to roll it across along all devices or whether they're still testing it um so i think it is because for me i don't have a great attention span and i think maybe that is because i work in social media um (laughs) but like i've never been someone who will sit on youtube and like watch a 20 minute video like if i can get Mm. the answer in like a 60 second video i'll be like that's that. that's my kind of style and i think what we find with tiktok is you can get nuggets of information that you could probably get on YouTube while sitting for a video, but you can get Mm -hmm. it from your phone in a in a more fun way. In a way which is gonna um is gonna encapsulate the audience more, grab their attention because Mm -hmm. TikTok Mm -hmm. is a platform which allows people to create content like that. It it that's that's the nature of the app. It lets you have creative freedom. So the kind of videos that I create like I would never have like 12 months ago I would never have thought of like posting that type of content onto my Instagram like it just mm. it that that just wasn't me whereas TikTok has allowed me to become to talk to people about content pillars and a marketing strategy and you know creating content on Instagram with by using a funny song on on TikTok and and doing like yeah. a silly dance or pointing to things um I feel like I've like completely digressed. The first question. That's right. No, no, no. No, I find it
0: fascinating. Can Can I ask you about reels for a second? In terms of just your opinion, really, what do you make of Instagram reels? Mm. Obviously, it's a rip off of TikTok. (laughs) Is it a threat to TikTok or not really? Because they're too far behind.
1: Um, I don't think it's a threat. I think reels. I was um, I, I begrudgingly post, repost my TikToks without the watermark to reels, <laughs> to reels. Um, because but I've done it because you know everyone wants to grow their social media accounts, and if Instagram are saying this is one way that you can do it, then people are going to do it. Um, I don't think it's a threat. Um, purely because I don't think that. For me, what I hear a lot of people talk about is that there's a big anti-Instagram movement in terms of, you know, smaller creators and letting them grow, which TikTok Mm. gives people. So I think there's going to be people that are very loyal to TikTok and will only create content in TikTok um, and not share to Reels because it is a different type of... It is a different platform. It does have a different audience and it has a different um stigma to it that everything does have to be polished and you know Mm. you can't just be um quite organic and chill and and like relax in the way that you make content so i don't i think it's going to be it's going to try and compete and the main ways i think it's going to try and compete is by things like where you can um tag your products in reels which currently Mm -hmm. you can't do that in tiktok so for small businesses if they if they've got a tiktok account in terms of you know the user experience and you know creating conversions with your tiktok videos it's a longer process because people have to then okay so they've seen your video they then have to go to your profile then have to click on the link in bio then have to go to your website whereas in reels the reels are going to become shoppable so if, yeah. If, yeah, yeah so if businesses are on there and someone's got a reel where they you know tr- there's a transformations and the change in clothes you'll just be able to tap on it and go straight to the shop so I think yeah. that's where Reels is probably um, they're one up on TikTok at the moment, but I don't think that will last long.
0: Cool. Uh, okay. Well, look, there's some fascinating developments going on, and it's really interesting to hear your view of it. And again, it's just wonderful to listen to your success on it, and I'm so. Thrilled really that I've got to know about you and come across you and and uh, have this chat today. So, thank you so much for educating us today. How can people get hold of you if they want to learn a bit more?
1: They can follow me on Instagram, so it's at social underscore jazz. Uh, you can email me directly from there or drop me a DM. Or uh, if you want to head over to my TikTok, you can head over to my TikTok too. It's at social jazz. Um, so yeah, anyone
0: holler at me? Great stuff. Well, huge thanks to Jazz for giving us that realistic view of TikTok. And I think showing that it's here to stay and that creativity really is at the heart of the platform. And I, I just love that idea really that the creativity can can flourish. I know when we spoke to Tim Elliott, all those weeks ago about having more creativity. And when we spoke to Dan Knowlton about creativity, it is a theme that I think we need to keep revisiting because we've got to keep things fresh. In this moment, if things go stale, uh, then, you know, it's 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 difficult. So uh, I'd love to know whether or not you're a TikTok user. What is your experience with TikTok? What are you using it for? Um, is Is this something that we need to pay more attention to? Why don't you tweet us and tell me all about it at Marketed Live. That's it for another episode. And I hate to tell you uh, that that's the final episode of this particular season. We're going to take a little bit of a break uh, to get some more guests booked and uh, just get some interesting conversations going. And there's a few bits coming up in terms of what we're doing. I've, I've alluded to this in previous episodes, things like, um, the website and some of the projects that we've got going on. So we need a little bit of time to sort that out. So don't despair. Uh, we will be back, but, uh, we just need to sort that out. So until then, thank you very much for listening. Please keep up to date on what we're doing via our social media channels at marketed live, as I said, and uh, if you want to come on to the show, then drop me an email. Hey, at marketed live, that would be great. to the website and also sign up for our mailing list because that's where you will get the information first of all but until then i want to say a huge thank you for listening for today and also through this season our wonderful producer is charlie thacker couldn't do this show without him he's an absolute legend so i really appreciate him having to put up with me going no that's wrong do that again (laughs) it's helpful to have a producer so thank you charlie Uh, Otherwise, I'll say goodbye for now. I'll see you soon. And don't forget, this is a Lightmind Media production for Marketed Live.
1: You've been listening to the Marketed Not Live podcast. Want to go even deeper? Then book your ticket to one of our events where you'll learn more about specific ideas, strategies, and practical ways to improve the results you get from your marketing activity. Visit marketed.live for what's on and how to
0: book.